0: Swim check one two, bike check one two, run check one two. I think we're ready. Let's try this. Welcome to the Try Beginner's Luck podcast, a podcast where we explore the sport of triathlon from a variety of perspectives to help beginner triathletes on their journey. I am your host, Mashonda Shines. All right, all right, all right. Well, welcome. Back to another edition of Tri Beginners Luck. I, as always, am so excited to be here today because this episode right here is what it's—it's it's about beginners. This is Tribe Beginners Luck, and I am getting ready to talk to some beginners on today. Life, as it has it, will have you on different journeys, twists and turns. My first guest today, uh, I met at a tri- triathlon store in Leesburg, Virginia. And it was my second time at the store. The first time I rode on bike doing the W-O-N-D trail and happened to stop in there and then was there again to pick up some shoes. And this gentleman came in the store and he was just, you know, very confident, but then was like, you know, I'm looking for one of those suits that you wear to do this swim, bike, run thing. And I looked up and I thought it was kind of cute. And he came out because he had on this, um, he he was like, well, which one should I do? Should I do a two-piece? And I think Alex and I both said, oh, you should totally do a one-piece. And so he brought out this one-piece. He tried it on, and he was like, is this how this is supposed to look? Imagine somebody looking around like, what is this supposed to look? I'm in this little leotard, spandex jumper suit or thing. And uh, it was so funny. And I knew immediately then he was a beginner. And I formally walked up to him after he was leaving and said, hey are you doing your first triathlon? And he said, actually I am. And I said, well, I would love to interview you and talk to you about your, um, your experience. So I have with me today, Mr. Matthew LaPointe. Hi, Matthew. How are you
1: doing?
0: I'm fabulous. Are you ready? Cause you, you uh, you got your suit. You're ready to go.
1: Well, I have the clothes.
0: <laughs> so what more do you need? Cause you should be training.
1: Well, I am training. Uh, It's probably a little bit unbalanced training, but, uh, you know, I'm doing something every day. So hopefully it's enough to get me across the line.
0: Okay, well, let's talk about that. You said unbalanced training. So for the listeners who are listening in, what does unbalanced training mean to you? Uh,
1: Well, I guess, I guess, firstly, um, as it's my first triathlon, um, I don't have a lot of experience in sort of knowing what to do to train. Um, so originally, I over the last couple of years, I've been working up to a marathon. And unfortunately, uh, back in April, end of April, I injured my foot, um, injured my ankle, and I tore two ligaments. Uh, and so that sort of sidelined uh, my uh, running for a little bit. Uh, and as part of that, I started to swim a bunch since I couldn't, uh, run. Um, and I was swimming with, I don't know if you've seen one of those buoys that you can swim with, you put this thing between your legs. It's kind of a flotation thing Yeah. and people use it for training. Uh, sometimes if they don't want to do, um, extra leg work in the pool, they just want to work on form or they want to work on upper body or something like, you know, cause they're, they're already doing all this other biking and running and stuff. So it's also useful for, uh, somebody that's hurt. Um, so that was me. Uh, anyway, so I did a lot of swimming for, you know, a month or so. And, uh, my foot got better enough that I decided to give biking a try Okay. Um, to try to get a little bit of leg work back in so that I wouldn't lose all the progress I'd made on my running. Um, and, uh, that actually coincided with a, a, a big bike trip I had planned with my son uh, and his youth group at church. And so we, um, we actually biked the uh, CNO Canal. Um, so we did the whole thing, um, uh, you know, I don't know, maybe a month ago, we did the whole thing. And anyway, at that point, I felt like, okay, well, I, I think I can run again um, a little bit. Um, I saw two torn ligaments but my ankle was getting strong enough that that I felt like I could do that. Mm -hmm. Uh, And my friend said, you ought to just do a triathlon. You've been training for it. So I love a good friend. Come on. So this, I'm an accidental triathlete right now.
0: I love it. So you mentioned, well, first of all, I want to say, I'm so sorry about your injury. I know Uh, having experienced an injury that those can kind of put you on the sideline. But the fact that you kept going and you kept doing other things while you were still rehabilitating and getting, um, receiving your healing uh, just shows the tenacity in your heart to just want to stay physically active. And you didn't let that stop you. So kudos to you for continuing to go and um, still wishing you a speedy recovery. uh, Because, you know, it takes some, it takes some time to get fully um, healed from those injuries. Um, but I do want to ask you, you said CNO Canal, so that means you biked from D.C. to Pittsburgh and back?
1: Uh, no, so the the Pittsburgh uh, stretch down to Maryland, that's like a little different piece. Okay. So we went from Cumberland, Maryland, into Georgetown, into D.C. Oh, um, and okay. so that's 185-ish miles.
0: Wow, and how um, old is your son?
1: Uh, he is 16.
0: Wow, that's an awesome trip that he will never forget. Yeah. And that means you're going to be definitely ready for your triathlon. So let's get in, let get down and dirty. Let's talk about this triathlon. Sure. So which triathlon are you actually going to be doing in a week or so? Uh,
1: so until a few weeks ago, I couldn't have even have told you the different kinds of triathlons that existed. Mm-hmm. Um, so when people were like, oh, you signed up for the Olympic triathlon, the distance triathlon, you know, that's kind of bold. I didn't really think it was because I didn't really know that there was a sprint and I didn't, you know, I didn't know all of these things or super sprint or, you know, all these other kinds that people do. Um, so I just signed up for the one that was on the day I wanted to do it. And
0: you're making me so happy. you like, look, I want to do it on this day. So whatever they have, I'm signing up for it. Yeah, That's the way them. you do it. Just, just throw a dart. Bam. That's what we did. I love it. <laughs> this makes me so happy. I, because it's like, you are you don't know all the things, but you know the things that you want. And that's what makes it so beautiful, right? Like you're going out here, You—you, you, from what I'm understanding, you didn't have a true training plan. So you don't know exactly what you should be doing, but you're out here making sure that you swim, you bike, you do a little bit of running, you're still doing your strength training. And that is just so interesting to me because I remember being there too. Do you have like a group of friends that do triathlons that you can kind of call on to ask ask questions? Sure. Or to help. So you I, I have a couple of friends uh,
1: who are ultra distance people. Um, they've done Ironman, even you know double Ironman. You know, mountain races that you know go 24 hours. I mean, a lot of you know, pretty extreme kind of, um, running. So I have people that I definitely can ask questions. And I have been asking a lot of questions. Um, so my goal still right now is to run this marathon. Um, and so I'm planning on running in the Richmond marathon, uh, in November. And so really my training schedule right now is geared towards that marathon. Uh, since the CNO canal, I've only biked a couple of times. Um, and really it's just about building up my running again. Um, so I can get my miles up fast enough for the marathon. Um, I'm trying to swim about twice a week right now, but, uh, I'm just hoping that my running, you know, gives me enough to to do something on the bike.
0: Absolutely. And you know what else you're, um, at least for the triathlon, what you can do is walk. Sure. You know? That's always an option. Like, uh, I think uh, sometimes people are like, we have to run.
1: Yeah, I, I, so I think that my s- swim is probably my weakest. Um, I'm not a very fast swimmer. Um, I'm sure my stroke is terrible. Um, so I figure if I can survive that, I'll probably end up biking way too fast. And you know, and then we'll just see what I can do on the run. But uh, but walking is not out of the question. I, I am not too proud.
0: I love it. And with the swim, uh, so let's talk about your swim. Um, were you new to swimming? Uh, had you have a, sw- uh, you know, you said that swimming is your most difficult sport. So let's talk about and break that down just a bit.
1: Sure. Well, uh, I mean, I can go backwards, you know, probably 20 years um, and I was, I was running, you know, a a fair bit. Um, I wasn't doing any races and I wasn't doing long distances, but I was, you know, I was running regularly and I felt like I was in great shape and I was, you know, anyway, I I felt confident in, in, you know, my fitness and I I went to the pool and, uh, I, I hopped in and I thought, you know, okay, I'm just going to, you know, become well-rounded. I'm going to start swimming. And, and I even thought about, you know, triathlons back in those days. Um, and I started swimming and this guy that was probably in his forties, fifties, kind of with a big kind of pot belly, little speedo, he hops in the pool and, uh, he just starts, starts to lap me. And, you know, I was rail thin, 0% body fat. And, you know, I just, I couldn't believe it. And, You know, so there's, uh, I think there's a lot to be said for experience in the water. And, you know, he had clearly, he had a lot of muscle memory from, you know, probably some younger years of doing a lot of swimming and stuff. And, uh, you know, and I haven't done very much, uh, swimming since, uh, so for me, you know, I was cutting, you know, in, in my short little period of doing some swimming, I've cut quite a bit of time. But I'm still pretty slow, Um, so.
0: But you move.
1: I'm moving. I'm not sinking. Uh, You know, uh, I even tried out my my outfit one time in the pool just to see how it felt.
0: Oh, how did it feel?
1: (laughs) It was okay. I think it wasn't bad to swim in. It was all All right. right.
0: And it was just enough tightness because you were like, "This is a little too big." It was the right fit for you. You didn't feel any drag or anything.
1: No, no, because I went down one more size. So we we had the the question of uh, how skin tight do you need it, and uh, so so it it was pretty. It's real skin tight.
0: Ah, so for those of you who are you know trying on your outfits, you do want it to be very fitted, skin tight if you will so what are you most excited about for your upcoming race
1: it's really I, I'm this is definitely a race of completion for me I was out running the other day and uh, you know I, I think in the past you know I've heard people make jokes about people getting participation awards and stuff like that and you know I'm sure I've been on the the side of the you know laughing at people that were you know promoting the participation award and all of a sudden those awards feel, Meaningful, right? Oh, yeah. Like, I'm okay getting a medal for just doing it.
0: Come on, Medal Mondays. Make sure you post on Medal Mondays and be like, hey, <laughs> take a bite out of that medal. Be like, I did it. I did it. What would you say during this time of training you wish you would have perhaps maybe had a coach or had access to a training plan or a triathlon group that would have maybe helped to round out your training?
1: Um, yeah, I mean, for me, this, this is so compressed, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, again, like, I only decided to do a triathlon end of July, you know, middle of July. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it was, (laughs) I I just, but I mean, just bear in mind, I mean, it's not that I haven't been doing anything. So I've been for for about two years, I've been pretty consistently running. And, uh, you know, I've so again, it was always focused on getting to the marathon, right? Because when I was 16 years old, I said, I'm going to run a marathon. You know, I just never did it. It's it's sort of one of those points in your life where you got to say, look, you know, if you're going to do this, you got to do this, right? I mean, I'm not getting younger.
0: You know, so I really didn't realize that this was such a very new decision. So when I met you, that's when you had made the decision to do the triathlon, because that was at the end of July. Yeah, maybe a
1: week or so before that. Wow.
0: Look, Look at being in the right place at the right time. <laughs> Come on. I, I, and, and this is what I really, I guess, want to drive home is that you have been training consistently for two years for one thing. You got injured and you, quote unquote, uh, as you said- Became I'm an accidental. Accidental, that's the word. You became an accidental triathlete because your friend was like, hey, why don't you do a triathlete? And you're able to do all three disciplines. But the fact is you were already doing something. And so that was able to transfer your heart rate training, your endurance was able to, I think, transfer over into this. Would you say that you would agree?
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, I, the, the fact that I was able to go from, uh, you know, from running to, you know, I wasn't swimming at all. And I think the first time I got in the pool, I probably, I probably swam, I don't know, 1200 or 1500 yards, mm-hmm. um, you know, really slow. Um, and, you know, by the end of a month or month and a half, I was swimming as much as, uh, you know, maybe 3200. Um, so not fast. Don't, I'm, um, no, I'm not. That's-
0: Ladies and gentlemen, he's saying that because you may not be able to see my facial expressions, but. If you are a triathlete or any, you can see I was rolling my eyes, shaking my head. Like you go from twelve hundred to thirty-two hundred in like a two-week time span, okay, a month time span, that's still incredible.
1: It well, I mean, but it's like this is. I think this is just the translation though of being you know running quite a bit to yeah. to just you know adapting, trying to do something different. Oh yeah. Um, so you're gonna love my bike. My bike. I don't have a triathlon bike.
0: What kind of bike you have?
1: I don't know. It's from the 1980s.
0: You know what? And it has two wheels. It has a cassette. It has a crank. It has handlebars. It has you spinning on them pedals. (laughs) It's a bike that's going to get you to the finish.
1: It's uh, a steel frame, you know, 21 speed, you know, like you saw in all the movies. I mean, it's, it's, it's fine.
0: (laughs) Yes. I love that. You know, anybody, who is quote-unquote tri-curious, you don't have to have these big, fancy, expensive, gorgeous, delightfully sounding bikes. Now, I will be the first to tell you that those look really, really good, but any bike will get you to the finish line for your first triathlon. So just like Matthew is doing here, Matthew is, he's using this resources and tools that he already has. He was running, he was able to transfer his running endurance to uh swim bike and uh he's gonna bring home a medal in a week or two and we're gonna get to talk to him again to find out what he did during his race but I'm just so excited to have you and to just share that you don't have to have all of the bells and whistles to get started but you do have to have the heart to want to try best of luck on your first triathlon coming up uh, in about a week or so at Lorette International Triathlon. <laughs> Matthew, I hope that you will come back and talk to us in about a week or two after your race. Think about the things that you did well. Think about the things that you said, ooh, these triathletes are uh, legit. They are some people out here doing hard things. And we want to see pictures. So be sure to uh, share with me your pictures. All right. All right. Thank you so much, Matthew. And I'll be in touch with you soon. Okay. Sure. Thank you. All right. Here we go. Here we go. What? We got another beginner in the house. I want to welcome this gentleman who is an avid cyclist with KRT, King's Rule Together. They are a dope group from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, uh, who always represents and come down to DC and ride and support us down here in the district. Um, But I happen to personally meet him again at a triathlon at Lumps Pond where he came to support some of the QRT members during a relay and he says I'm about to do my first triathlon coming up and I said what we yeah. definitely got to get you on the podcast so I have Mr. Sadiq Stewart with me welcome Sadiq how you doing
2: I'm doing all right Mashonda. thanks for uh th- th- thanks for having me
0: oh man this is so dope you go from cycling to doing your first triathlon in about a week or actually this weekend
2: yeah. Yep. Yeah, le- le- less than a week. I, um, I'm, I'm excited. So uh, the, the first time is always, is always scary, but I'm ready too. So. Okay. That.
0: So, so let's talk about this. So you're excited. You're ready. What did you do to get prepared?
2: So, I mean, fit, fitness is, is pretty much always been, been a thing in my life. Growing up, I actually, I actually ran track uh, through college. Um, so I'm, I'm a lot more of a runner than I, than I am a cyclist. Mm-hmm. Um, the running just translates really well to, to, to the bike. Um, but in joining uh, KRT a couple years ago, it definitely gets me on my bike a lot more than than, than I would otherwise, um, but triathlons is, are, are something that has always kind of just interested me, um, just because uh, I grew up, I grew up, uh, I wouldn't say I grew up, in high school, I life, I, I used to lifeguard, so I swim relatively well, um, and then, like I, like I said, I, I do like to run, and then I, I kind of tied in the bike portions, i'm like let me see if I can do them all together and now it's like all right i've been doing it i've been doing it i've been talking to all these crazy people it's like yeah you gotta get the, the iron man so now it's just like all right like but i pushed that out you know what I mean like like i'm getting ready to do like my first sprint and already I'm like yeah i'm gonna do the iron man you know what i mean like like in lake tahoe like oh lord <laughs> like yeah i'm a cra- i'm a great i'm a crazy person but i'm um i'm excited and I'm ready um as far as training goes i have honestly been winging it you know what i mean like i, I know what the distances are for, for for this event um and i feel i feel comfortable um in my my fitness and the, the training that, that that i can kind of put together myself uh so i don't have like a coach or even like a set regimen i kind of just go to the pool and get get it in and jump on a bike and get it in and run my miles and get it in and you know, at some point, I got to figure out how to get through the transitions and yada, yada, yada. So I'm fortunate that the distances aren't long. So I'm not uh not not too worried.
0: I love it. He's like, look, I just wing with it. And when I heard that, I heard this song back in Florida when I was in school. It was a song called Can't Wing With It. There you go. But, ew. So anyway, just put me back in the college mode. <laughs> look, it looked like song. there was
2: a little dance that y'all used to it do. Was. Let me see some more ew, of that. Ew, ew, <laughs> ew, get down with it. There you go.
0: But you know, what you do, what you're doing or what you are doing is what most people do who are just first getting into triathlons. They just wing with it. You know, they, they put a a system together or they go get a plan, they buy a plan and they make it happen. But what I find interesting is you're like, look, I'm confident in my abilities. I'm athletic enough to make it happen. And I'm just going to go out and do it. But I'm interested to hear about the swimming part. You Mm -hmm. swam and you were confident in high school, you lifeguarded, but what are the distances that you're covering in your training now? And how much are you training uh, in your swim since you're just, you know, kind of just going with the flow?
2: Right. So the swim, the swim in Medford is, uh, it's 400 or 500 meters. Um, so, you know what I mean? Like, it's not, it's not a, it's not a terribly long distance. Um, as far as the training, the training goes, like I swim, um, 100 meter interval, 100 meter intervals. I started off swimming those probably like a thousand, a thousand meters at a time. So 10 hundred meter intervals. And kind of just like built, built myself up. Um, I can swim. I have swam uh, a thousand continuously um, in the pool, you know what I mean? Like, which I understand is completely different than being in the open water um, because this one is an open water swim. Um, One of the, uh, one of the, one of the other fellas on, on the track, on the KRT team, is a uh, is a triathlete and he kind of just gave me the advice like yeah open water is a different beast um you need to get in you know what i mean get in some open water uh so we actually found a class together um a woman named uh andrea uh runs uh, i believe it's called eta open swim um and they had she had me down there in the lake actually in medford the same lake that we'll be swimming in um, mm-hmm. kind of talked talk me through uh the different sighting uh the different sighting techniques um, swimming through hot and cold water patches and not being able to see what's going on and getting kicked in the face and, and all that sort of thing. So she's been tremendously, uh, tre- tremendously helpful. So the uh, open water swimming part is, is, is probably what I'm most concerned about, but it's the first part and it's the shortest part. So <laughs> I That's will right be, attitude. I'll be, I'll, I'll be okay.
0: Oh, for sure. And then the the cycling part—you're a beast on the bike, so you'll probably be finishing ten minutes because you'd be like, just in and out."
2: Yeah, hey, I uh, I, I hope I hope so. Yeah. I sure, I, I sure, I sure do hope so. Um, the fit, like I, the fit, the fitness isn't something that, that 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 I'm worried about per se. Um, is that is absolutely just kind of putting them all, putting all those things together. Um, in a short period of time, and you know what I mean. Like I've been watching different videos, and it's like, oh, he ain't got no socks on. Like, you know what I mean. Like, I need to sit down. I need to dry my feet. You know what I mean? Because I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not about, I'm not about wet feet. Or at least, I'm not. I don't want to start wet feet. Now, if I step in a puddle or something, that's different. But just like slogging out the pond and, and just jumping in my shoes is like, yeah. And even even sitting in the saddle, you know what I mean, with that what, what, what feels like a, a wet pamper you know what i mean like is uh is is a lot so i um that 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 certainly took 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 some getting used to
0: oh so you've already tried it
2: yeah 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 okay. so, so so andrea gave me gave me the suggestion um to uh to take my um my uh my uh my bike shorts and just just put them in the tub or submerge them in water and then go go ride my bike so i rode rode my bike and i got water dripping all down my legs and it, it for 10 minutes, it was really, really awkward. And then it's just like, all right, cool. You know what I mean? Like the temperature finally evens out and, you know, so it, it, it worked out.
0: That's some good advice. I wish I would have taken that advice, you know, <laughs> just, you know, wet yourself and then go on wet and see how it feels like that's some yeah. good stuff. Uh, <laughs> and this is only because you mentioned it. We, um, I asked a question to some of our other guests about what type of person they are in tr- transition. And to me, I feel like you're going to be that person that's going to bring your kitchen sink. You're going to have plenty of towels there. You're going to have a blow dryer to dry off your hair. Like not a
2: blow dryer. <laughs> I'm cutting. It, I'm cutting it bald, so I don't have to worry about blow drying it. But I- if I didn't, I would.
0: Exactly. So you're going to have everything there. So let's let's walk let's walk through that because you have this race coming up. And for those of you who are listening, you know we may not be airing this at the exact time, but. Today is the 11th of August and his race is on the 15th of August. And, uh, you said it's in Medford.
2: Yep. Medford, New Jersey. Medford,
0: New Jersey. Mm -hmm. And, uh, do you know the name of the race?
2: Um, the race is called the Medford Lake Lake triathlon.
0: Bam. Medford Lake triathlon. So let's talk about this. So you don't want to have wet feet. So (laughs) you're going to slow yourself down by drying off your feet and putting on a fresh pair of socks and doing all this great stuff. So let walk me through what you think your transitions will be like.
2: Um, so I guess c- coming out the water, you know what I mean? Like you kind of bounce, bounce out up the sand or the, or the, or the trail or however, however they have it set up. I haven't actually haven't seen the transition area. Um, which is some, some something that, that, that I've heard that you probably should kind, kind, kind of get a feel for So, I guess more than enough, you know what I mean? is the first time that I'll see it and I'll make adjustments as best I can. Um, but coming out of the water, um, I, plan, I plan on move, moving with a purpose. Um, like I said, I, I was i was dead serious about my feet not being wet. So I'll definitely drop my feet off, put, put my socks on and, and, and get on my way. Um, okay. You know, one, one of the things that, uh, that, that that I understand is like I, there's, no, uh, there's no Olympic spot on the line. There's no money there to be won. And, um, just getting through it, um, comfortably is is, is something that's more important to me. Um, and if I get blisters or something of that sort, that's, that, that's the opposite of what, what, what I'm trying to accomplish. So, uh, my, my, my intention is, is, is to move, is to move with a purpose, you know what I mean? Like, like, don't, uh, don't, 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 don't rush, but move quickly.
0: Okay. So tell me this race. It's a, you said a four or 500, uh, lake swim yeah and what is the distance of the bike ride because it can range in distances so what's right the, distance? the
2: bike the bike is seven is 17 miles and then the uh and then the run is a 5k so 3.2
0: okay okay so that's a really that's a nice course and i imagine that metford is it a hilly course or rolling hills
2: um it it, it appears to be pretty flat uh right. from okay. what i from what i can from what i can gather they didn't give and I'm actually trying to pull up the website now, but they didn't give any, uh, any hints at what the, what the elevation may be. Um, but from the riding around that, 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 that I've done, it seems, it seems, uh, seems pretty flat.
0: And are you comfortable with your transition? Now, will you change your socks because you don't like wet feet? You know, you still may be a little wet from the bike. Will you dry your feet off before the run or are you just gonna go full throttle?
2: <laughs> no, at that, at that point, I think, I think, I think I'll be okay. Um, you know what I mean? Like I've, I've, I've ridden the bike enough the, 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 the ridden the bike and ran enough to be, to be completely comfortable with that. Um, the swim, the swimming stuff is, is just completely new to me. Okay. Um, so ho- hopefully I'll, I'll dry off pretty, pretty, pretty good with all that, uh, all, all the wind, uh, that, that, that I'll be catching on the bike.
0: I love it. So let's talk about your breaks. How many breaks have you done? And, you know, do you feel comfortable with going from the bike to the run? Cause I mean, you know, running is what you—that's your strength, as mm-hmm. well as biking. So, how have you been able to uh, put that together? Uh, how have you been yeah. able to put that together? Yep.
2: So, I've only—I've only done bricks um, transitioning from from bike bikes to the run, um, and I've only—I've only done three of them by now. I—I um, I actually plan on doing a swim—a swim to the bike uh, brick tomorrow, um, and then on Saturday. You know what I mean? Like I like to like. Do what I call a shakeout. I don't know if there's like a technical term for it, but just essentially essentially a warm-up, kind of just go through um all the different all the different phases, you know. what I mean, like kind of ac- activate the muscles, get a good stretch in and all that jazz. Um, but as far as that second transition, which I, I think was your question, um, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not as concerned with that one as I as I am the first one.
0: Okay. I love it. Uh that was one of my uh biggest things of my first race was in Philadelphia, and uh, that transition is like as much as you practice and you get in the race and you are going so hard on the bike and then you forget that you need to, you know, save will some. <laughs> save some for the right for yeah. the run and you're like, yeah. whoa, these legs are so heavy. Uh-huh. Oh.
2: Look, that was that was my first experience when I when I did the first when I did that first brick. You know what I mean? Because I I, I, I ride my bike hard. Like I'm one of those people that's just like I'm going to go as fast as I can at all times until 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 this thing is over. Um, And I got off the bike and I was just like, oh. And I'm running. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm a I'm a I'm a pretty I'm a pretty I'm pretty big dude. I mean by by I guess by runner standards. Like I'm I'm like 190 ish. Um, 190. You know what I mean? So I'm like I'm like kind of wide. You know what I mean? And it's just like. I just felt so light. I felt I felt so light, and I got I got I got to like the the, the two mile mark, and I looked down at my watch, and I'm at like seven fifteen, and I'm just like, I am flying. But I felt like I felt like I was not moving, which which was which was which was insane to me. So I mean, I ended up I ended up finishing my my five k like ahead of what I usually train at because I usually just run at like eight forty or something like that. Like I finished at like seven twenty. I'm sorry, I usually finish at about 740 I finished at like a 720 720 mile pace and I'm just like I'll take it I guess so that um that was that was very very interesting to me that my legs were just like so hopefully there's a lot of people out there and some adrenaline I've invited I've invited like way too many people I kind of I'm kind of embarrassed <laughs> I'm kind of wow. embarrassed like the, the amount of people that I, that I think might actually show up um I I come come from a really loud family you know what I mean so I'm sure like my mom's told everybody and I got family that lives down in Jersey and
0: yes (laughs) the more the merrier that's what it's about it's about the party at the finish line and they're there to celebrate you on your first look they may not come to another one but at least they're gonna be there at your first and you'll remember that feeling as you transition to the next distance
2: right 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 absolutely Absolutely.
0: Come on, celebrate you! I'm excited. I wish I could be there.
2: I uh, wish you could be. I wish you could be there
0: too. I know, I know, but I'll be back that, down um,
2: You mentioned your first your first tri- triathlon. triathlon. Um, you said it, I think you said it was the uh, the Philly Tri Rock, the women's uh, event. I used to actually lifeguard that triathlon when I was when I was in high school. So I was one of the dudes on the canoes. You know what I mean? Wow. Like in the ri- in the river, just like hey hey, how you doing? You want to hold the boat? Just don't tip it. <laughs> So, you know what I mean? That's um that, that 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 that's funny. So maybe I was at your first one even though you can't you can't make my first one.
0: Ah, <laughs> oh, the shade. This the silent <laughs> shade. I felt that. I thought it was going to be like But when was, when when were you in high school? Let's let's get this re- I, I
2: graduated okay. high school in 2005. I um, am 30 i I'm, 30, I'm, 30, I'm 34 years old. I turned 34 last week.
0: Happy belated birthday. Thank
2: you. Come Thank on, you. Thank
0: come you. On. you know, oh, I was not at the, um, you were not at my first one. My first, uh, Philly tribe rockets, I think 2014. Okay. And listen, that was probably my best swim. Cause it was a river swim. And I was mm. like, yes.
2: you get a yes. current, you get a current, right?
0: You get a current. I think something mentally happened to me in the uh, school river and yeah. we're just gonna leave it there. I'm like, I'm okay it's, if it's I don't a ever.
2: Bo- it's a very interesting body of water for sure. <laughs>
0: Listen, I'm okay if I don't ever get back in that body of water. That uh, that, that,
2: school, that school kill punch is what is what we call. It.
0: <laughs> so, what are you most excited about for this coming Sunday for your first triathlon?
2: Um, honestly, I, I want I want to, I want to get through it. Um, in, in my head, I've set I've set some uh I've set some 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 goals or some times that that, that I would like to complete complete it in. Um, purely just based off of nothing, you know what I mean like I'm really just just, just pull, pulling numbers out the air like yeah, I should be off, I should be off the bike in, in, in an hour, you know what I mean like three 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 miles, 3.2 miles nah, I should be done that in about 20 minutes. Uh, you know what I mean like in the swim, which is complete, completely completely uh, a variable for me um, I don't I'm, I'm not sure how long it'll take, but I'm giving, I'm giving myself about 10 minutes. So I'm think I'm thinking I should be done in about 90 100 minutes or so. Okay. <laughs> so well, did you the, register? The hope, the hope the hope is that to stay on to stay under 100 minutes for sure.
0: I love it. Did you register and this is something that you might have known or didn't know, but register as a novice so that you can be put up maybe for the novice award?
2: Mm, um no, I didn't I didn't register in any kind of category. I just told them how old I was. Um I don't
0: what, know. if they will they have leave, like the, they have like
2: a first timers group
0: they do see this is what people don't know they yeah. have a first timers group and it's called like the novice category well certain okay. race directors will have that but check with them to see if they have a novice group because I mean if you're going to be cranking out sometimes and I know based off of your biking and your running I, I would say do that because you could get you a podium on the first and that'd make uh-huh. that
2: Yeah. 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 Give all, give all those people. I invited a reason to scream, right?
0: Come on. A a true party. (laughs) Come on. Well, man, this has been so exciting. Uh, Sadiq, we do want to have you back to talk about the actual race so that we can just kind of pinpoint this is a few days before, and then we have you back afterwards, and we hope that you are keeping that same energy yes, yes, throughout yes. the race. I'm so, happy, I'm happy to
2: put put my time out in the day. universe I and, and what, what so I want to do. So you guys can to hold have
0: me this accountable beautiful to, 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 young lady. To, to, to those goals. And in cool which I met person. on the so, campus of I, um, Florida on, I, I, I and hope I don't have to come University. back here with my head down. Y'all, hello, listen. girl. How you doing, Mashonda, hey, Good, good. Yeah, Glad to be here. I'm here. What? Because I am so excited you that you're you here. Like your best to have somebody your so close to home and, and about, to my so heart that is so actually, actually going after actually their it first it try. Try. So triathlon. So thank it's you so much, You have no idea, and what we feels like to talking to great. Thanks for having me. And good luck and everything that you're doing. And when one of our mutual friends, Corey rolled up on me on the capitol crescent Charles, was like yo who, who is this and uh he was like what's up and we started talking and he was like well what are you out here doing he said and i said i'm out here training for this for this triathlon he said what tisa doing a triathlon i said well, "She triathlons? <laughs> and i immediately hit you up was like yo i had no idea and we are in the same area We rarely see each other because DC is just huge, right? Right. And to find out that you are doing this, I was like, I got to make sure I check in, make sure I see how she's doing and really put to action what I want to see done with Tribe Beginner's Luck. So how do you feel? Tell me, like, how did you get here? I want to know all the good stuff.
3: Okay. So, um, several years ago, maybe about seven, six or seven years ago. I um, was watching The Biggest Loser and that was just like my show, The Biggest Loser.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And so one of the contestants had lost a whole lot of weight and I can't even remember if it was a man or a woman, but their goal was to do a triathlon. And so they did, I want to say it might've been the Ironman in Hawaii. Oh, um, Kona. Kona, Kona. Yeah, it was. Oh, wow. Okay, so it was. And knowing the weight loss journey and seeing the contestant cross the finish line in that moment i was kind of like paralyzed like wow that, that was a lot but like they did it you know and i was personally proud and i'm just kind of like wow hard things can be done and so i kind of just put it in the back of my head from the standpoint of like I might want to do a triathlon, and so I had set out to do. I told myself I wanted to do a marathon, and time passed along, and that definitely wasn't appealing to me. And so um, I want to say it was at my about thirty-eight, and I'm
0: forty now. I said, you know what? And looking twenty-five, but go ahead. Thank you,
3: girl. I said to myself, you know what? Let's set out on a three-year journey to get to that triathlon okay. and so for year 39 i reached out to several of my friends every i'll say it this way everybody that's in my cell phone that was born in 1981 i reached out and said yo let's create our 39 things to 40 lists kind of like a 39 you know bucket list like a lot of us were really excited about getting ready to turn 40 but i'm like we're we're 38 so we still have 12 months like let's make good on this last year before we get to 40 you know this last year of um of our 30s and so several folks were like yes on it um so we created our list, COVID happened. But one of the things on my list and a part of my three-year plan to get to this triathlon was 39. I just wanted to see if I could lose the weight. I, okay. And I wanted to lose the weight without the support of any, you know, enhancements and any, I wanted it to be like, if I'm gonna lose it, it's gonna be all natural. because my thing was, yes, you could train on any frame, but knowing the state of my knees, um, I'm like, when, when I train, In years, um, you know, I just wanted a lighter frame to train because I knew that or I had a feeling that the training would be rather rigorous and I wanted to preserve my body as well. So last year I set out to lose 39. And so I ended up getting a 28 by my birthday, which isn't that bad. Um, But I had a routine. I had momentum. And so I said to my trainer who knew about the three year plan to Uh the triathlons like we've done year one and i said to him with this momentum do i really want to wait till next year or do we want to just go ahead and make this about a year and a half journey to to completion okay so he said find your race he said you find your race and depending upon the date we'll be able to tell based on the date as to whether or not this race is going to happen this year or this race is going to happen next year. So I think when I started searching, I saw races as early as like March and as late as October within the DMV. Okay. And so, um, the September and October ones appealed to me just in the sense of, okay, that's about, you know, good five, six months intensive to be able to, to, to get the training. And so, um, talking, actually talking with Corey, we were talking about which one and he was just like, it's going to be cold, cold, possibly in October. And so I was just like, true. So I'm like, I might, cold, cold might be a good idea, but I'm like, I'll go with September. So I said to my train, I think I want September. He said, all right, well, let's go. And so really that is like, um, that's been the thing. And so Going back to the notion of hard things, doing hard things, this was this is my milestone year turning 40 April the 9th 2021 I defended my dissertation Um, so that was hard things and that was after having had two schools to tell me, you know, that did not accept me into their doctoral program to finally get accepted into a program in 2018 to be able to go through that process and finish. That's hard things. You know, 40 isn't necessarily hard things, but you're making progress and not everybody that was born in 1981 made it to 40. So in essence, another milestone, another quote unquote hard thing. So it was just kind of like, you know what, this is just a year of hard things like, you know, get in get the work done and and go. So to me, this triathlon in September, is kind of, it's been a part of a series of telling myself, convincing myself, causing myself to believe that TISA can do hard things. And Mm -hmm. even when I think of, and, and to think about it, I've, i've always been kind of you know big personality but with time and with life it's as though you know that circle of support i'll say it this way it looks different and so i've had to with the dissertation with just my doctoral program and even with this triathlon process and journey it's like support looks different because when you're doing hard things Not everybody can even conceptualize your hard thing. Not everyone even believes that you can accomplish your hard thing. So folks are kind of supporting the best way they can. And so the thing that I'm having to learn is appreciate the support that comes, but don't necessarily lean and depend on other people because once again, Tisa has the ability with the help of the lord i have to definitely give credit where credit is due but with help with the help of the lord i can do hard things and if wow. i feel as though it has served as an encouragement mm-hmm. uh to so many people losing the weight has been an encouragement going after this triathlon is like serving as an encouragement for some folks you know to just be like you know what i can do more or i need to stop complaining you about to go do what? But it's raining. Yeah, it's going to be an awning where I'm going to be. So, oh, yeah. yeah, I'm out. Or this hair, it doesn't matter. I have a scarf. I could cover up my scarf and still go hang out because I have to go and swim, you know, for my designated time. It's just kind of like, oh, okay, you know. And, you know, so I'm I'm excited. That's kind of like how I've gotten here. And being so close, I think I'm getting, I don't think I'm getting nervous. But I just think the reality of it all is starting to sink in. So it's just like, I just got to make sure that I just remain consistent with what I've been doing up to now and even potentially taking some things up a notch just to make sure that I'm 100% ready for race day.
0: Well, as you were talking, I was probably blown away um, because your story is so similar in certain parts to mine. And I, the hard things resonated with me. This year equally has been a year of, you can do hard things, Mashonda. And so I think what I want to focus in and zero in on right now is that if you're listening to this, whatever you think is hard in your life, you can totally do it. Yes. Now the process to get there Is one thing, but when you put your mind to it and you become disciplined about the repeatable steps that you can Mm -hmm. take to get to the ultimate finish line, whatever that is for you, whether it's like your doctor, you know, your doctorate degree, defending your dissertation, doing this triathlon, losing the weight, or for somebody else, it might be getting out of debt, or it could be buying the house, whatever your hard thing is you can totally do it. Yes. And the journey along the way, I believe, is where character and integrity is built. Sure. Because it shows you what you're made of. And so I am just so excited that you are, excited is my word. I think excited is going to be the title of this season because I say it so often. (laughs) Like, oh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I am really excited that you set a plan and you actually course, corrected your plan because you were like, no, I can do this at an earlier and a faster pace. Let me do that. And so I appreciate what you're doing. And, um, I appreciate your three year journey. You mentioned something about your frame and weight loss, and there could totally be somebody who's listening. Who's like, oh, I don't think I can do it because I'm too heavy. Well, you can totally do it at any weight, right? There is no, there's no such thing as I can't do it because I'm 300 or 400 pounds. But to your point, how will my knees respond? How will my body respond? And I can totally say that you know, when I first started doing triathlons, I weighed close to 300 pounds. I looked at a picture of myself the other day and was like, girl, that was you, you you was out there. And so equally this year during COVID, I didn't gain any weight, but I was able to slowly lose weight. And, um, I found out that my body responded so much better and my knees didn't hurt as much. I wasn't as sore. I was able to recover quickly. Yeah. And I think that it does matter. So if you're listening and you're like, well, I can't do this unless I lose weight. No, you totally can do it. Now, how you respond, your body responds and recovers. That's a whole different thing, but do not let weight or any barrier be an, uh, uh, be a, um, be a hindrance. And you not completing whatever it is that you need to complete because you can totally do it at any size, um, but as long as you're healthy, you've done your checkups. That's most important. Whoa! So you're doing your first triathlon. What do you feel like? How do you feel right now?
3: How do I feel right now? I know that like I'm off for the rest of the week. Like I don't go back to work until Tuesday. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to really the next five days and just being able to really kind of hone in and just focus. And I'm kind of dedicating my, my vacation, my job vacation, you know, to work, to the, to the work in, um, in reading and prepping. I know sometimes the plans speak to, you know, a week of rest or what have you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can honestly say that I have not taken a week off of working out. Um, and so last week, I think my last bike ride, my last form, no, technically my last workout was last Friday, I went for a run. And so this is probably the longest that I've gone without working out. So if mm-hmm. anything, and I'm okay with it and I'm okay with it, but if anything, it's just like, all right, tomorrow morning, we're in the pool. They did already have a bike ride scheduled. And it's like, now we're back to it. Um, And like I said, and I think for For um, someone that might be hearing this, if you're anything like me, um, schedules are good. Schedules are great. It helps keep you organized, keeps you focused. Um, But I will say that one thing uh, training has done is it's required me to be more flexible because if someone is going for a ride, let's say on Sunday and I don't normally ride on Sunday, but I need to get in a ride or I want to go for a ride. It's just like, okay, this might not be my normal ride day, but I'm going to go. Some one day I was teleworking and I woke up that morning. I said, you know what? Let's swim today as opposed to Thursday. And so it was just like, okay, I did it. You know, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel as though uh, training for the triathlon has, I have transitioned in my mind from it being something super, structure to get to that finish line to something uh, maria said earlier in in the sense of finding the fun in it like Mm. making sure that getting to the finish line isn't just about checking a box but it was also about having fun and living in in this process so how I'm feeling, it's just kind of like, you know, tomorrow is super duper on popping to get, you know, get back in a zone. But uh-huh. at the same time, I feel as though I'm just, I'm, I'm more flexible. I'm more amenable to change. I'm very proud of myself that I don't have on some sticky note or index card. You know, you got to do this because that is like a level of stress. And this triathlon has nothing to do with stress and has all to do with really Tisa, doing something hard and getting it done.
0: Love it. So let me ask you this. You talked about a plan. So do you have a coach? Does your coach set up your plan? How are you training? Like, what are you following in order to know what to do and and the quantity you should do it and the amount? And so what are you following?
3: Got it. Um, Two things. (laughs) I read this book. The essence of it was just kind of like the everyday woman and what she should do. Like i said, i read that book and then the other one the reason why i kind of chuckled, because i'm sure this will be added proof that i'm a novice i went on pinterest and created a pinterest board and so there was um like a progressive plan that was simple for tisa so that i wouldn't get overwhelmed with too many nuts and bolts to tell me you know like how many days a week you should be doing other thing? So, to be honest with you, I was letting the Pinterest um, pin guide me initially. And so then when I read the book, it either confirmed or adjusted um, what I was doing. And then when I talked to you, you were either like, that's a good idea. Maybe you should do this. So that's why it's like super duper year one. Probably would change some things for year two. But wow. I got started a off board. of Pinterest.
0: Wow! In a
3: pin, I have several Pinterest pins. Um, but there was one that was quite simplistic enough for me to see it in sizable chunks to cause me to to cause me not to be overwhelmed by what I was taking on. Followed wow. by that book. Followed by you know really conversations with you to say am i doing the right thing and you kind of was just like yeah granny you told me to do um the one app uh about training peaks maybe yes, i think uh-huh. it was uh-huh and i went to them and by the time i went to them i was just kind of like oh this might be a little too much for tisa so but just stick with what i got finish this and then
0: start all over Hey, training What's Peaks, that? we do want you to be a sponsor one day. So I think we can help you simplify this so that we can get more beginners. Just wanted to put that out there just in case the future is there. Just wanted no, to put yes. that out so
3: there. I did go, but I was just like, oh, I'm slightly overwhelmed. And I, and for me, I think with this whole process, I, I never need to feel overwhelmed because I think yeah. that's the moment I'm going to step away from it all and be okay with stepping away from it and then not be okay with having stepped away. So- that's been the approach that I've taken. Wow. And once it's all over, said and done, we'll definitely reevaluate some things. Now, I will say I do have a trainer. So, okay. um, and I've had my trainer since 2018. Um, and so when I told him, um, you know, he has in, in some ways, and I would definitely have to like probably uh, commend him even more. Um, it's, it's, it's group, it's small group fitness. And even throughout okay. COVID, um, uh, we were together, but I would even say many times, many weeks, the workouts were centered around getting me race ready. Um, he, he has incorporated biking days. Um, he's incorporated more running days than we normally would have. Um, and then I go to him for strength training. So really and truly the only area where I haven't necessarily had community um, in my training has been in the swim. But the beautiful part, the person that taught me how to swim um, is my mom. And so uh, there have been a few times where she's even joined me and like she's committed like the rest of the way to be like, I'm coming to the pool every time you come. And so she's kind of like flouncing around but at the same time you know she'll provide some feedback. So that that to me has been also kind of cool um to even have my mom along with me um
1: with the, on the journey.
0: Support. Yeah. So let's talk about that. So you, you know you learned how to swim from your mom. Out of the three sports, which sport do you feel is your strength? My strength is actually the biking. Oh, okay.
3: I okay. know. Yeah, and I mean my first time On a bike as an adult was april of last year wow so to the person listening you don't even have to be an avid swimmer biker runner
0: (laughs) absolutely and we're about to get you clipped in what yes
3: yes and Um, so talking about family um my dad is actually the person that i actually ride with the most And he approaches 70, you know, so it's been cool, even in this journey to include both of my parents um, in this process. I was like, my mom supports with the swim. My dad, you know, goes out and rides. Um, I started out on a Huffy. um, And then at Christmas time, I was able to get my road bike. And so it was kind of funny that when I was on my Huffy and he was on a. He was on a nice Cannondale. That's what he was on. So he was blowing past me. I mean, I was holding, holding up, but he would always zoom past me. Wow. And so once well, I got my bike, I'm like zooming past him. So he hems and haws. I'm like, dude, you're almost 70. Like, come on. Absolutely. You're it great. sounds like we have a phenomenal. family relay.
0: Right. Sounds like we got a family relay coming up. <laughs> well, let me ask you this. What is uh, your weakness?
3: Um, I would say Swim. It's kind of like with the swimming, you know. I am learning. I feel like I'm improving. Talking to different ones and suggestions and things of that sort. But because I don't know how to really breathe through my nose naturally, it's creating a slight barrier. Okay. In the swim, my form is good, but that breathing for the endurance piece, you know. We got
0: the swim as a uh, the weakness. We have the bike as the strength and we figure out the run and that calls a triathlon. So wonderful. <laughs> so what are you looking forward to most about your upcoming first triathlon ever? Getting out that pool. Oh, it's a pool swim. It is a pool
3: swim. Okay, 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 yes. okay. okay, yes. That's
0: good. Yes. So, wow, that's really good. So that will be a good comfort zone. And I'm sure yes. that the way they will do it will be like a little snake where you go up and swim under and come out oh, and yeah. under. That those, it's, That it's is a snake. beautiful yeah. first I, When I
3: saw that, because I mean, originally, What I had seen, you know, was the open water um, in my head. I was just like, okay, you know, we just have to get our minds right and ready for it. But then when I saw this race and I saw that it was pool-based,
0: yes, you can do this. Absolutely. That sounds like a win-win. So I am so excited that you are heading up your first race. I think it's the Westfield Triathlon in Manassas. So we are going to check in with you after your first race. And I'm so grateful for you because that means you have to come and let us know when you do your first open water swim, the difference between the pool swim and the open water swim. And as you can see, no matter what stage you are, you can always try, always sit up here and try literally beginner's luck. We are so excited, Tisa. See you try beginner's luck at your first triathlon down at Westfield. So good luck to you. Thank you so much for joining us. It has been a pleasure. You rock girl. (laughs) <laughs> Let's get this party started. You guys, we have another beginner with us today and his name is Robert Mara. Now let me tell you a little bit about this gentleman. As many of you know, I am an announcer and I primarily announce a lot with Kinetic Multisport. Shout out to Greg and those over at the team there go kinetic and um, Rob this weekend down at uh, Lom's pond triathlon. I called his name out and his family was standing around in the booth and we just happened to be talking near the announcer's tent. And he was saying how he went from zero to 70.3. And I said, excuse me. How do you go from zero to 70.3 and then back down to an Olympic? And uh, he had his family with him. And I just said, you know what? You are who I want to talk to. He also shared with me that he learned how to swim this year, January. You teach yourself how to swim and then you go on to be a finisher of 70.3 Indiana? You definitely try beginners like I want to bring to the (laughs) stage, Mr. Rob Mara. Rob, how you doing?
4: I am wonderful. How are you today?
0: Oh, it's beautiful here in Washington, D.C. It was super hot earlier. Now it's a little cloudy, but it's still a good day. (laughs) Excellent. Excellent. So let's talk about this. What was your driving desire to go from zero to 70.3? And why? Gosh
4: yeah great question uh so about three years ago i had run my first ever marathon and you know i thought that was the greatest thing ever uh you know and during the pandemic of course you know we're stuck with more time on our hands and i was floating through youtube one day and i came across the um the the little series of uh, my quest for Kona Mm. And I started listening to and watching these really cool stories. And I thought to myself, man, wouldn't that be cool? But I can't swim. So anyway, I just time went by, you know, I kept up with my fitness, but I never did the swim thing. So I uh, around uh, December, January, I decided, let me just jump into a pool. It's been forever. And uh, it was, of course, a bit of a challenge, you know. Going 25 yards and having to stop, Um, but I decided in January to sign up for uh, for my 70.3, and it it starts from the time you sign up. As you know, the clock starts ticking. So I I uh, grabbed the Training Peaks program and hired a swim coach and just started the journey from there. One day, one hour, one stroke, one week at a time. Oh, you
0: want to make me cry already, already. Oh my gosh. Oh, clearly I'm a little super emotional because I'm on the journey to my first full Ironman. And so to hear you say that, and well, thank you. Um, and to hear you say that, it just puts things in perspective. It puts things in so much perspective. And I just, I wasn't expecting that answer. So it took me off my feet. Like, I'm like, whoa, one <laughs> day, one moment at a time. So you, you get a swim coach. Now, does your swim coach, is it local? You said you got a Training Peaks plan. I know a lot of Training Peaks is like very virtual. So is, was yeah. your swim coach virtual or was your swim coach like in person?
4: So my swim coach was local, in person. Uh, we would meet once a week and the Training Peaks program was virtual. So, um, so it was kind of a mix of incorporating my Training Peaks uh, program along with my swimming um, workouts and exercise. I took that cue primarily for my swim coach because she could see firsthand what my ability was. And, and I guess in many cases, what my ability wasn't, right? So uh, yeah. so she could give me the right drills and workouts to help build up to uh, to my, ultimately to my 1.2 mile swim.
0: Wow, so tell me about this swim that you did in Indiana. Was it a lake? Was it a river? you know, a bay, what type of swim was it? And how did you feel? Cause I mean, you go from a pool to open water. Everything is a first for you. Tell me about it.
4: Yeah, so it was in the lake um, and it was remarkably, I was calm that day. I had fortunately access to a handful of lake, lake swims prior to my Ironman. Um, so I, my swim coach gave me some workouts there, even met me there one day like probably most people, I panicked my first day in the open water. Um, But I just uh, grabbed my swim buoy and my wetsuit. And just once a week, I would go there on a Sunday and just practice. And little by little, uh, you learn to calm down in the water. And as much as anything, you you meet a lot of other really fine folks who are also training for sort of triathlon event and yeah. you pick up pointers and more importantly you get a lot of encouragement which is as you know is one of the the amazing things about the community
0: come on I think that has been the resounding theme for this season is community and how the triathlon community is like none other no other community I mean there is power in our numbers but there's definitely so much energy in our numbers and I think triathletes we do it right.
4: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You uh um I can tell geez even my family having gone there for the first time when when you know for my 70.3 we were all blown away at the sense of community. I had done marathons before. and always enjoyed the races and they're all supportive but I have to say the triathlon and Iron Ironman community are 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 definitely a step a notch above everyone. Wow!
0: Now, how did you come to the? How did you come to select seventy point three Indiana as your preferred
4: race? So, well, it was actually seventy point three Ohio. Um, so, yep, yeah. So, my apologies if I, I missed I uh, miscommunicated that. But uh, so, well, it was a number of things. So, one was I wanted it to be driving distance. Um, One was I wanted a lake swim, not an ocean swim, Um, and I wanted it to be relatively flat for my first one. So, and then it also had to be available. As you know, there was a lot of pent-up demand from uh, 2020, so it was tough getting into some events. So, ultimately, uh, we zeroed in on uh, Ohio.
0: There it is. 70.3 Ohio, Mashonda, not Indiana but there is something in Indiana, but it's not this one, but it's okay. Cause you know what, that's what we do in trial. We have to learn how to pivot and transition all the time. And we don't always get it right, but we always give it our best try. So there you have it. And it's also really smart. And just to point out that you want your first, perhaps, you know, distance of 70.3 to be within driving distance. I mean, because that helps you to be within a comfort zone. You know, you have access to your things and you can never overpack when you have it in your car but you can't take everything on a plane with you. But if some people wanna do their first one and get on the plane, hey, by all means do it. But it does send a different message with you having all of your stuff with you and being able to drive in the comfort of your car to get to your destination. Yep.
4: Agreed. Yep. Yep.
0: Yep. Wow. You did 70.3. You talked about not being able to swim. Were you a biker at all? Or was this your first time clipping in? Like, I want to know all the details about the bike.
4: Yeah. So I taken up road biking about eight to nine years ago. Um, So I was primarily a weightlifter who enjoyed road biking. I had done some running, but that had been kind of in my past, I thought. So about three plus years ago, I decided to, you know, supplement my bike riding with some running. And uh, through the help of a friend and a, and a running group, I wound up uh, uh, following the Hal Higdon method and training for my first marathon. So really took a, took a, a, a liking to that challenge. Um, so at that point I was like, Hey, you have two of the disciplines where, you know, you're at least competent at, um, if you could just learn to swim, this would be easy. Well, it wasn't easy because <laughs> it's not just learning to swim, right? You got to pull it all together <laughs> and transition. So, uh, it's a learning experience, but you know, it's, it's, it's a lifestyle now, right? It's not just a life's a journey, not a destination.
0: Who are you? And how did I come across such an amazing person like you? My goodness, (laughs) I always come in contact with good people. And your attitude is just so contagious. Even on Sunday and talking with you, I felt so just filled up by your joy and energy for life. And I just want to commend you on that and just say, keep doing it. You bring some good energy and I'm here to receive it. So come through with the energy and the good life lessons. So how hidden, uh, that's an interesting method that you chose. So tell us about, um, putting everything together. You know, you've been biking, you were a weight trainer, well, a weight lifter turned a cyclist, you know, participating in road races. You were a runner in your former life. You are learning how to swim. How did it all come together for you? And when did the button click off? Like click like, bam, this is it.
4: Yeah, you know, I, I think, you know, when I started seriously training for the 70.3, about six months out. Um, and I think when the training started to call for like the brick workouts and, and pulling all that together and, you know, really trying to, you know, transition from one to the other. Um, you know, that's when it realized. I think you know, one, this isn't easy. Number one, um, but two, a it, this is different than any one of those things individually. Um, and trying to treat it as such, you know, and 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 as you know, you learn so much about your body when you go through that. What your needs are nutritionally, what your hydration needs are, whether it be electrolytes and calories, carbs. So it's, it's, you know, I've always had an interest in health and nutrition, you know, kind of from a peripheral perspective. So diving into this just, you know, causes you to kind of take that to another level. Um, so it's, you know, it ultimately comes down to a lifestyle.
0: Come on, try is a lifestyle. I love it. We it have is. a saying here that You know, we want you to try until you die because you can just do it. Like, I think on the uh, course this past weekend in Lum's Pond, we had somebody out there who was 86 years old, just trying for fun.
4: Come on. Amazing. Who does that, right? Who does
0: that? I want to do that. (laughs) I want to be out there 86 years old, still running along. You know, I love it. I I, I really do love that. Um, Wow. There's so many ways I can go with this because you have such a good story. There was something that you told me about from your weightlifting days that helped you to transition. Let's talk about that. Do you remember what you told me? You had a big transformation yourself. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Tell us about that transformation.
4: Yeah, yeah. So I was, you know, I was always been into exercise and fitness of some form or fashion. Um, But I was in my 40s and, you know, going to the gym and, doing my weightlifting and my cardio and I was getting pretty buff right but you know it was kind of like you know as you get older it's probably not what you want to try to maintain um so I just you know I made a conscious effort to back off of heavy weights go into sort of lighter weights um up the cardio and I probably from my peak down 40 to 50 pounds um now granted you lose some muscle with that but 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 i was okay with that um and then you know to some degree the pandemic was almost a blessing when i couldn't go to the gym i had to just do workout at home and and run and do cardio so it forced me to just get back into more body weights and bands and cardio and uh had that not happened, who knows if ultimately, you know, a year later, I would have uh, gone on this uh, <clears throat> this Ironman journey, right? So, uh, you know, things happen for a reason in life. And it's up to us as individuals to figure out what that reason is and make the most of it.
0: I love it. I love it. And just, you know, for those of you who are listening, um, it's important to know that just because of where you start, it doesn't mean that's where you have to end. And if you are, a weightlifter or a weight trainer, and that's your primary goal, you can still transition that into a triathlon lifestyle. And even if it's just not muscle and it could be some of the other stuff that's on, um, that's a little flabbier than muscle. Right. Um, cause oh, I've yeah. had that transformation myself of just losing weight and it's hard not to lose, you know, when you are actually getting out there and working out because you got to take into consideration your nutrition you know, if you're doing it right. You will see some toning, at least at minimum. You know, triathlon isn't weight loss training, or it's not a weight loss, uh, th- you know, it's not a weight loss destination. But you will see your body change and define very differently. And I think that's one of the benefits of being able to incorporate three different disciplines uh, in your training. So you said you're on an Ironman journey. You watch these YouTube Questacona videos. So is there a quest that you have of your
4: own to get to Kona? So uh, I'm also a realist. Getting to Kona is probably, as a spectator, <laughs> that's probably possible. <laughs> as a participant, probably no. Um, but, you know, my quest is to maintain as a lifestyle um, and where that takes me in terms of performance. You know, it's, it's you know, obviously always going to do the best I can with it um you know i i don't ever anticipate myself being a uh, an elite age grouper but you never know you know maybe someday i'll be i'll be fortunate enough to retire early and really spend a lot of time on this but you know i think more than anything um like to stay involved with it even hopefully as as i age in some sort of fitness community um who knows maybe i'll be a tri coach one day myself but uh but for now, I'm just, you know, I'm enjoying the uh, the the workouts, the journey, and, you know, everything that goes along with it, and the people, and, you know, and even to the point now that my daughter did a sprint triathlon, so maybe it'll rub off on her. Maybe that'll be my trip to Dakota someday, to see her.
0: Ah, well, let me ask you this. <laughs> you know, one of the questions that we like to ask guests is about their um, very uh, bike when they're doing their races. Did you pee on your bike during your 50 Did you get off
4: the bike and do it properly? Uh, the latter. Yes. I, 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 I have not peed on a bike, even in training workouts. I've never done that. Um, I did in the water though, but you know, just full disclosure. <laughs> <laughs> guys can pull over quickly. Right. So we have that advantage.
0: <laughs> true. Very true. I feel like, you know, as women, we have, it's like, look, take off all these clothes, try to use the bathroom, yeah. It's just easier just to go and make yep. it. Wow. Bingo. Well, I am just so excited uh, about your journey. I'm so, I feel fortunate and blessed to have met you this past weekend and I definitely wanna keep in contact with you and definitely. have you back on the show. I think you have a lot to, to offer. And uh, I believe, are you doing another race this year?
4: Sure, yep. So I am not um, planning on another triathlon this year, but I am racing in the Marine Corps Marathon on October 31st, right in DC. Come on, Marine Corps Marathon. Yeah, yeah.
0: I, that's my, yeah, that's my yeah, first marathon there. ever, come
4: on. Yeah, I love yeah. It. yeah. Well, so uh, I ran I ran it virtually last year because of COVID. So I'm looking forward to running it live this year. God okay,
0: willy. well, if I am in town, I will meet you at the bridge. Ah,
4: That would be awesome. Yeah, that would be awesome. At the
0: we'll love it, love it, love it. Well, thank you so much, Rob. Congratulations on going from zero to 70.3. You are truly try goals uh, for people who believe they can't do it. <laughs> who say, I don't know how to swim, you have dismantled any excuse and you went out and did it and you tried beginner's luck, you came out lucky and you won ultimately because you did it for you. And I'm just so proud of you and just want to say kudos. I see you with your Ironman shirt on. Come on. I love it. it is such, be like, damn, I, tatted, I did it uh, because it's not an easy <laughs> Trust me, I know nope. it is not an easy feat, but it's a worthwhile feat and it shows you what you can do when you put your mind to it and when you're disciplined. So congratulations to you on learning how to swim this year and going out and doing a 70.3 in a lake. That's not easy. I just want to point out that downstream river would have probably been my ideal choice if it was me, because I'm like, let me make this as easy as possible. But you did a lake. <laughs> Go with the front. Right. Go with the current because at least the current is going to push me down the water. All I can do is, you know, stay there and float. But you did a lake. So (laughs) I'm just so proud of you and just uh, just so grateful to have you on. I want to keep in contact with you and your family, follow your daughter's journey. But what you're doing is great things. And we want to see you through to being this track coach. I'm gonna try to put you in contact with some coaches that can maybe help you along your journey. And we go from try beginner's luck to try our coaching luck come on so i'm so excited for that so thank you so much for being with us today forward to talking to you again soon thank you for tuning in and listening to this episode we need your help so we can continue to try at tbl so for more information on where you can find and subscribe to this podcast visit www.trybeginnersluck.com And don't forget, whenever you try beginner's luck, you always win.